Hid under a desk in the head teacher's room while evil attracted a bloody awful price in another part of the school. He was a laddie who won his first tennis tournament at the local club. He was the eye-parked boy who seemed to be very good at every sport, who hated to lose and was determined to win. He came from good sporting stock. His father, Willie, was a decent footballer with a considerable will to win. His mother, Judy, was a Scottish international tennis player, a woman who already had a feel for coaching and a dedication to showing her sons the fun of sport. His grandfather, Roy Erskine, was a professional footballer with Hibernian. When Roy marches into Wimbledon to watch either Andy or Jamie, it is impossible not to gauge the gait and survey the shoulders and see where this tennis player inherited the body that has propelled him to the very top rank. Yet Dumbling gave Murray much more. It has helped to create an introspective character. No one can properly estimate the effects on a personality of the tragedy of the primary school, the trial of his parents' divorce, and the demands of a driving inner fuel to be the best. Andy Murray's performance on a tennis court is a perfectly decent metaphor for the way I exist, muses John Hurt, the actor, breaking a fine movie star tradition by being somewhat profound in a Sunday newspaper supplement. He plays out life on a tennis court, he gets angry with the game, he shouts, then he's on top of everything, he's confident, he's running about, then suddenly he's a little boy. The little Dumblain boy is always within Murray. It is in his politeness when answering questions, in his unrelenting willingness to give autographs, and his burning, almost petulant fury at the vagaries of tennis. It is why Murray, too, made his only major public appearance in Dumblain after his dual triumphs. He did not join the post-Olympic processions in London or Glasgow, but he and his family worked hard to ensure that the Dumblain visit was prolonged and as personal as a meeting with thousands of well-wishers can be. It is a small intimate town and it is nice to do something for them, he said. Murray signed every school photograph he saw, and then he left, just as he had done more than a decade earlier. The lanky teenager had outgrown the town but only in sporting terms. He knew Dumblain was home and would, in a sense, always be so, but the future lay beyond the rudimentary courts of his childhood. Murray had to walk his own road and play beyond the comfort of home. He had to travel to Barcelona to make the first of those marginal gains that contained an element of personal pain, but the promise of growth. Murray chose to enlist at the Sanchez Casal Academy, his brother Jamie had already taken the decision to leave to improve his tennis. Andy always had his eye on his brother, his friend and the rival whose influence in the making of a great has been routinely undervalued. Object 2. Swing Ball Andy Murray stands on a beach. He's two years of age and he looks expectantly at an older girl who is ready to release the swing ball. Jamie, 15 months older, is at his side. They are ready to play, but the playing always means winning. The serious looks reflect that truth. Nature and nurture gave Andy Murray excellent coordination, a build for sport and a fury for competition. Crucially, nature also gave him Jamie. The Murray household and that of his grandmother were the scenes of hard-fought games from a young age. Swing ball, a tennis game played with a ball attached to a pole by a cord, 
was the acme of sophistication in comparison to the rudimentary elements of catching and throwing that formed the basis of much of their childhood activity. The games always involved scoring. Someone had to win, someone had to lose. Often it was Andy. Jamie was and is a fine athlete, lithe and with an accomplished touch. He was ranked one of the top players in the world at under 12 level. Contemporaries remember Jamie as the Murray more likely to succeed at the top level. Their recollection is that Andy was unfocused, unready to commit exclusively to tennis. Andy, handicapped by age, found it difficult to match his elder. It did not stop him trying. His mother Judy remembers that as early as the age of five, Andy had become a competitor. Taken to the tennis courts, he was not interested in a knockabout. He wanted to play points because there was, well, no other point. Andy proceeded to whoop in joy when winning a rally against mother or either of his grandparents.